What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Action fanatics, welcome to another edition of the Bulletproof Podcast. I'm your host, Chris the Brain. Joining me, my co-host, Chad Cruz. And Chad, we are going into the sword and sorcery realm this time out. We sure are. And it, it's really, it's one of those uh, sub-genres I don't think that we've hit in the past, have we? Well, I think Kroll technically Kroll, falls in there, but uh, it, this is it, more pure uh, Pure, sort of yeah. It doesn't have the, the, as much the fantasy element to it as Kroll did with the, the science fiction and the fucking lasers and shit like that. Right. But yeah, I mean, we're, we're not only are we entering that sub-genre, that realm of sword and sorcery, but we're doing it... Uh, Kind of with like a with a big one with a cult favorite here. Absolutely, that's probably my favorite of the genre. But before we get into our movie, I you know we have to talk about it. It was like twenty four hours after we recorded our last show, Maniac Cop, starring yeah. Richard Roundtree. The news hit that Richard Roundtree had passed away, and oh, what a what a punch to the stomach that was. I mean, John freaking Shaft was immortal, Chad Cruz. Right. I mean, I think we even mentioned it. You know, these things normally happen in threes. Uh, yeah. I don't want to take the blame for it, but no, no, maybe you, you should. Up, you're, you didn't come up with that. You're kind of the host of this program. Uh, but am, yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of the host. You are the host. But uh, I do most of the work. Um, you but do. We, uh, that's everybody knows that it's very sad. I mean, obviously Richard Roundtree is a legend, um, kind of cr- just like crossover star amongst, I mean, amongst like cultures, you know what I mean? Like there's yeah. so many people with, you know, with the black exploitation era and then just being so well known amongst, uh, fans of kind of all genres of film. Um, yeah, it, it really kind of was a massive punch to the stomach. Yeah. And I think, you know, I mean, he really, I mean, Shaft and the success of Shaft to me is what was part of the spark to get that black exploitation, you know, because then you had the superflies and you had the you know, slaughters and everybody else that followed. Right. If you didn't have John Shaft, who was one bad mother, you wouldn't have had, I, I don't know if you'd have any of it, you know, yeah. it was, uh, you know, he, he was a, a trailblazer and, uh, very sad, uh, sad news, but, uh, you know, we might have to cover Shaft one of these days. I don't think it's a bad idea at all. It is. I don't think it is either. So we'll have to uh, put that on the list maybe for 2024 because 2023, Chad Cruz, is rapidly running out. Yes, it is. I mean, we we, uh, we just recently had 
the time change, yeah. uh, which I'm still, it's still affecting you and I, uh, you know, you wouldn't think that an hour would affect you that much, but you know what? I'm done with this time change bullshit. Yeah. Enough and of I, it. I know they've it, talked about getting rid of it, but uh, I don't know. It, it, it never gets too far. It was for farmers, correct? Isn't that like the whole correct. thing? So like, they have more, so they have more daylight. Do you know but what yeah. farming is now? You get in your goddamn combine and you hit a button and your GPS just fucking drives you around. Yeah. It's no, come on. It's they don't need an extra hour. It's different. No. You think that extra hour, they're like, well, an extra hour, I want to sleep in. You know what I mean? No, they wake up. Yeah. Right? You're you're right. To hell with the farmers. They got robots now. <laughs> I don't need it to be freaking dark at five o'clock at night. And to be honest with you, Brian, I, I do most of my growing in my basement here. Okay. Yeah. You hear me spritzing over here. That's what it yeah, is. Yeah, I hear you spritzing. All right, I hear you. I hear a lot of bull crap coming out. Of you. Um, before we get one more thing, so we've complained about the daylight savings time. Uh, let's talk about our our social media. You can complain about things there, like everybody else does. You can complain to us if you want. A lot of that gets ignored, though. I'll be honest with you. Yeah, um, yeah, I don't even. At, at Bulletproof Pod on Twitter, at Bulletproof Action on Instagram and Facebook, and yes, we are also on Threads with our yep. like less than three hundred followers. Boom. We, we got some work to do over there, but I, I think that's everybody on Threads. To be honest with you. All right, let's get into it. Chad Cruz, did you remember seeing this movie, or was this a first time watch for you? I think I mentioned it to you that I, I don't recall ever watching this. Right. And I didn't know if watching it I, for the pod, like jarred it, your memory. Like, ah, of course. It didn't really, you know, there, there might've been a scene or two, but it might've just been because it was so generic at, at times. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't, I don't think, I mean, this is definitely a first time, like all the way through the watch. Way through. So right. yeah, I would consider it a first time. And what we are talking about is 1987's death stalker two. Uh, also known as Deathstalker 2, Duel of the Titans. Whoa. Uh, um, this thing, actually, this week, it hit the video stores back in uh, November of 1987. November 11th, to be exact. Right. Uh, good, and, good month. And, yeah, of course, yeah, I, I may as well just get it out of the way. Yeah. As, you, the way. as you're hearing this, people, <clears throat> Chad Cruz yeah. is a year older because his so birthday sure. is tomorrow at, as we're recording this Tuesday, yeah. uh, the seventh. It's a big day. Um, Nineteen ninety-seven, Starship Troopers came out on my birthday. I went and saw it. Baddest fucking movie ever. It's awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, just so many great things. Uh, I also, Mr. Bean came out that day too. Oh, uh, I saw that in theaters. Not the same day, but a different day. Mm. Um, yeah, you know, just a lot of great things happened on that day throughout history. I think that was also uh so it wasn't like the barbie oppenheimer thing where you had to see them both on the same day no I don't there wasn't know. a there wasn't a starship bean right yeah i didn't, I mean, I that didn't sounds re- like I, a, that sounds like a porno there may have so there may have been one of those but it probably didn't come out on uh the 7th of november yeah, probably yes. a little bit afterwards yeah either so, yeah, way so good, ha- good day it's a happy birthday to you chad thanks thanks appreciate that because that's about all you're going to get from me is that uh public greeting uh so yeah this one comes out let's talk first things first before we even get into the movie the amazing poster 
Yeah. Which, well, it's amazing, uh, all right. Would, when you see the movie, which I love the movie, and we'll get into that as we go, but the movie and the poster really don't have much in common. No, the poster is, uh, you know, it reminds me so much of Golden Axe, uh, that awesome arcade game from back in the day. Uh, I don't know if that's what they were going for, but uh, it's fantastic. The poster looks incredible. There's so much skin and striations and just a lovely pair of breasts on there. Um, you get swords and axes and other swords. And yeah, it's, it, it really draws you into a movie that is nothing like that poster. Yeah. I can imagine someone like either going, you know, seeing it in the, in the video store, like, Oh yeah, I want this. Oh, let's go home. Let's, and, and it was really almost a parody of sword and sorcery movies more yeah. than it was a pure sword and sorcery movie. It it uh, feels very much like Hercules Xena where you're like, where it's like comical. It's, mm-hmm. it's, I don't know, campy. Definitely um, campy. But it's got a lot of good tits in it. <laughs> yeah. That's, that was the one thing when you said, you know, you weren't sure if you had seen it and I'm like, yeah. well, I know I enjoy this movie. Yeah, and I did. thought to myself, well, I at least know there's some parts of the movie yeah. that Chad will enjoy. He won't completely yeah. be like, why did you make me watch this? I hate you. Uh, right. And yeah. I think we, um, you know, when you, when you're doing a film and you're in, you're kind of latching on to a genre or a series of films, you know, every time a big movie comes out, they come out, you know, like King Kong comes out and then you have like Kong King of the apes, you know, or some bullshit. Uh, you, you have to attempt, make an attempt to do at least one thing better than that film. You're never going to be able to match the budget or maybe the acting quality and what have you or the, the special effects. But if you could do something well, then you you will have succeeded in my eyes. So when you watch, you know, Sword and Sorcerer and stuff like that, like there are certain things that are really good in those movies. You know, you know they're never going to match Conan the Barbarian or, or whatever for quality. But when it comes to Deathstalker 2, a lot of good titties in it. And, and it also has, uh, your buddy, your boy from chopping mall in it. John, uh, John Terleski, John Terleski. And, you know, I'm glad you also mentioned sword and the sorcerer because we should also mention Richard mole has passed away and he was in God damn it. Sorcerer. So yeah. does he start the next three? I don't, I don't know. I don't want to think. About I think it. it's in when, when they say it comes in threes, I think it just like never ends. Cause you know, Matthew Perry died. He did. Um, I don't know. That was, was he that in was the three? Sh- that was a shocker. Or, yeah, was it Matthew Perry, Richard Mull, and somebody? I don't know. I don't know. I don't, who, they're I don't all. Know. Everyone's dying. I mean, who cares, really? <laughs> right? Right? Yeah, okay. This one, you mentioned <laughs> Chopping Mall. Uh, it was directed by Jim Wynarski, which is another reason we have a lot of boobs yeah. in this movie, who directed Chopping Mall. Good on him. The Cold Open features freaking Chopping Mall music. Because the composer, Chuck Serino, was the composer for both movies. Um, as he said, we we start off, we, we meet Deathstalker, who is John Terleski, um, doing his thing. He's fighting off guards. He's outnumbered, but he's not outwitted, Chad Cruz. No, he is not outwitted. Um, I don't like saying that word, outwitted. Because you're witless. All right, Deathstalker manages to escape, but... You get, we meet Sultana, played by Tony Naples, who I will have to also mention had a brief appearance as a beauty queen in the opening credit sequence of, again, Chopping Mall. 
freaking chopping mall. We covered that. Check the archives. Um, and she says, this is a great one. This is as good of a, of a dinger as right. RoboCop two, where they say they introduce RoboCop two, because she says, I'll have my revenge and death stalker two. And then boom, the death stalker two title card comes up. We get our opening credits. That's beautiful. That's I mean, very it's good. very rare. You could say the <clears throat> seek uh, a movie sequel can't work that into the dialogue no. they, they did a little trick there with, with the english language the and, and, the, and the multiple yeah. twos uh yeah. but it works most people won't recognize that you spell death you know two t-o-o at the end of that now now what if the original script said i'll have my revenge and also death stalker yeah, if she if she and somebody was like whoa, line, whoa, whoa. <laughs> or yeah, yeah either she improved it or somebody was like wait a minute now yeah no i think i think we know uh, that was that was by design and was right. very well done. Now this, um, yeah. Sorry, this this really felt like uh, this would have been a good episode to 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 bring back RTG wherever he may have been. Be yeah, or, where is RTG? I think he could have added a lot to this one because he would have had he would have had the measurements for he sure. He would have had Tony Naples measurements because I don't remember seeing her exposed chesticles at any point. So I wonder. I, if, I think it's a body double later. We'll get into that. Uh, that 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 hurts my heart because you never see you see yeah we'll get to there um yeah this would have been a great rtg episode maybe if yeah. you're listening rtg hope you're doing well yeah. uh and uh yeah hit us up this would have been perfect for him because he enjoyed talking about boobs you know uh, what though what? i love the i love the mystery behind rtg where, right now where, where is, is he yeah. what happened yeah. to him yeah is he okay it's, yeah people are asking me i, I we haven't good, talked to him we have not spoke to him this no, is legitimate not, we not, have no idea not by like we're not there's no like i'm never speaking to him again just he's he's you know maybe wisely he's taken a break from social media which i don't blame yeah. any any human being right. on earth. i it's, would not be on social media if not for this podcast and the website and and a few people that i do keep in touch using it but but would you still use threads no i would never use uh, threads. damn it i mean unless it's suddenly i mean I, I don't have a personal threads i it's only for the for the bulletproof uh, action all right so we get our opening credits and we meet another very key character to this rena the seer yeah monique gabriel uh is who plays that character and she is basically thrown out on her ass she mm -hmm. tells the guards that are throwing her out you know i'm a princess yeah they don't they're like whatever and they start messing with her but our boy Deathstalker shows up and uh helps out this damsel in distress as death stalkers are known to do yeah apparently they do that um but yeah he he, he kind of appears right place right time uh, saves this young, beautiful woman and uh, just kind of kicks these guys' asses. I mean, I don't think he kills any of them. He just kind of whoops their ass and it's Yeah, it, he just whoops their ass. Yeah. yeah. Which is, he, you know. He, he doesn't know at that point what's going on. He's just like, hey, leave right. her alone. I'll, yeah. I'm just, I'm here to get a drink and have some fun. You no guys doubt. are kind of, you're in my way. You This, this brouhaha is preventing me from getting to where I want to go. So he takes care of that. He goes at he actually passes by, just kind of like hi, 
hi woman i helped uh, mm-hmm. that's all you know just a day in my life so we get inside the tavern and uh we get some topless dancers our first nice. boobs of the exposed boobs of the uh, movie. here's a pig man uh and, and you know and then we see death stalk he's got a woman on each side of him and it's looking like he's planning a little uh group fun for uh later that evening what do you like a board game night or something perhaps uh if that's maybe how the evening would start maybe that's all they would do maybe that's all he was interested in but what i a, got, got a feeling it was something else what do you i don't know what you're what do you mean i think one would be never mind i don't want oh you you you're talking you mean yeah fucking both yeah i get that's it what, that's what i'm yeah. saying one would be I, sitting on one end of them one might be yeah. sitting on the other end of them oh yeah maybe it he'd is. be maybe one of the girl would be his face and, like and one's on his face or she'd be and have her face somewhere and he'd be in the behind looking at okay. it happening. you know mm-hmm. there's all kinds of different combinations and things you right. can do in, in that scenario right uh, they wrote a book on this once right I'm sure of several. I think there's yes. movies that may depict the possibilities. What? I wonder if Monique Gabrielle. Yes, she is. Oh my God. Go ahead and Google search Monique Gabrielle. Yeah. She did something. She's, she's definitely done some. Uh, it may be called death stroker. Anyway, <laughs> it took me about five seconds to find him. by the way. <laughs> when, so, you know, Rena comes in, she's like, Hey, you know, blah 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 the guards who i think were the same guards who threw her out were like hey didn't we get rid of you yeah next thing you know the rules you know no matter if it's a bar if it's a tavern it's a pub you got a hero in there a fight's gonna break out and death stalker gets to do something that i only dream of doing one day and that he's flipping over tables yes uh there's patrons going through tables there's guards going through windows. It's total <clears throat> chaos, total pandemonium. It's exactly what you want in a bar fight. Um, and at some point, though, it's like Death Talk is like, we better get the hell out of here. So him and Rena hop on his horse and they take off into the night. But the guards hop on their horses. They're chasing them. They've got arrows. They're shooting at them. This is quite the scenario that these two uh, have found themselves in. Right. And did you notice when they escaped through the bar, uh, she took him out her back door? Oh, no. Yeah. Out the back door. Which is something you'll find if you search for her name. Thank you. Um, if, you know, I wonder when you do that, do people just shut this shit off and go immediately? <laughs> I hope they open up another tab. Just yeah. right click and open up in a, in a Because separate I'll tab. tell you what, I did yeah. see uh, a, a Twitter post. Uh, from an AEW loyalist. Okay. Yeah. Sweet. That, Good. That uh, Matthew Perry <laughs> died just a few minutes into Collision. Like that's when the news hit, and that explained why Collision's ratings were down for that night because right. every everybody had to Google this information, and when you Google something, you have to shut everything else down. Yeah. You cannot have the TV going and your phone in your hand Googling. No. Yeah. You gotta respect Matthew Perry. You've mm-hmm. got to shut everything off. You gotta light some fucking candles and you gotta Google. And then I don't know. I mean, how long does it take you to I mean that should have popped right up? Did you just then Google his entire career, his filmography? 
like some of these yahoos when we mention somebody and if we don't mention their entire life story they get pissy i don't know you know am i just being pissy about something i don't know a little bit but we we tend to do that on this podcast but but also uh matthew perry and uh fool's russia and that was a fun movie with sam ayak yeah gorgeous he was he was was a very handsome man (laughs) for anyone who who did search for monique gabrielle yeah um in their potentially five to seven minutes into the video now, and you just happen to be listening to this podcast. I just wanted to give them a little something extra here. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, ooh. Oh shit. That's it. That's good. That should be enough for them. Just run that in a loop. I want to run off this podcast. All right. Um, so yeah, they, they, they get away from their, from the pursuers. Um, Deathstalk refers to himself as Prince of Thieves. Um, which, oh, so in, in Rena's like, oh, so you rob from the rich and give to the poor. And he's like, no, I rob from the rich and pretty much keep everything for myself, which I, I love this death stalker. I love this he iteration. He's just the, he's too cool for school. He's just he's quick too. He's, yeah, he's, I mean, obviously it's scripted. It's not like he's coming up it's not off the top of his head, but he's a uh, Terleski. He's like, a, he's, he's charismatically. He's yeah. you kind of rooting for him. Um, I mean, there's yeah. some things later in the film that I'll, I really appreciate about the guy. But like at this point in the movie, you know, he's got all these, you know, these quips that are pretty yeah. solid. It was a shame he he was like the the first to go in Chopping Mall. So it was good to get to see more of him here and yeah. get to do his thing and show that personality and that charisma uh, that you mentioned. So she takes him back. Uh, she being Rena pronouns. Mm-hmm. She takes him back to her hut, fixes her him her special soup which apparently is the worst tasting shit he's ever had yeah um, and, and she, she uses her crystal ball to predict his future and i will point out that the crystal ball was actually a doorknob uh, <laughs> yeah, i thought so so in case you didn't catch that um and she tells him about the land of jaffer uh and that he needs to go there to defeat jarek the evil sorcerer um who is also quite the swordsman and if he could defeat Jarek save the princess he'll get a huge reward and become a legend right up there with the likes of Conan the Barbarian hmm I don't remember her saying that she said that Conan the Barbarian she just said Conan oh okay I added the Barbarian oh, okay well that's cool I mean you know that the, the character of Conan the Conan was a thief yeah. um, you had before... to do what you had to do back in those days yeah, so I in mean, these, it, these worlds, it's fine. These I mean, realms. I think one of the problems with with this whole, I mean, predict your future and then do all these things that actually end up being correct, I guess. But everyone kind of looks at her like like she's a joke. Yeah, they. It would have been better if they looked at her like she was some like supernatural crazy witch. Cause right. she can actually predict the future, you know. Instead, they're like, "Shut up, bitch!" Like nobody like believes her. So. Right. And spoiler alert, there's a reason she knows about a lot of this stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we're about to find out some of that because we then get to see Jarek the Sorcerer uh, <clears throat> doing some of his 
sword practice, take you know, doing a little sparring, basically killing expendable soldier types. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's interrupted by is this Rena? No, it's Princess Evie, also mm-hmm. played by Monique Gabriel. Um, and she is an exact duplicate of Rena, created by Jarek, and used this fake princess to take over the kingdom. That's it's a pretty good plan, honestly. And Rena obviously escaped at some point, and this is where we're where we're at. So, real quick, Brain. Yeah, she's the princess. She rules the kingdom. Apparently, where's the? Shouldn't there? Shouldn't she just be a queen then? I don't understand why she's not queen. Maybe, maybe there's rules there about you have to be a certain age. I don't know. I mean, she's certainly over 18. Please, God, tell me she's over 18. Yeah, the, uh, especially with what you're watching. <laughs> yes. uh, I've got it on in the background right now. Maybe the way. queen is still alive, but maybe she's not well or something. Maybe okay, she's it could be. Let's, a, we'll just make, in, ever, we'll make it up. A, whatever. In the royal nursing home. Uh, yes. Waiting wait her time. Yeah. Um, so your girl Sultana shows up um, yeah. as a proposition for Jarek. Hey, you get Rena. I know that's what you're after. But she's mm-hmm. hooked up with this bastard Deathstalker that I need to get my revenge on. Jack's like, oh, don't, I'm I'm a one step ahead of you, lady. I got my one eyed guy following him, <laughs> and <clears throat> he'll he'll let us know what's going on. So Sultana yep. goes to find One Eye, and he introduces her to the, his whole rogues gallery of of characters. Uh, and uh, then shortly after that little introductory scene, we get to see these guys in action and they've got explosive arrows, Chad, and they are yeah. just shooting the hell all around <laughs> Deathstalker and Rena as they're on the horse. I mean, quite a scene. It really just is there just to sh- blow shit up and yeah, really doesn't serve much purpose in the grand scheme of things. No, I mean, we, we, we meet this rogues gallery, as you called them. And they're great. They, their backstories that we get for 10 seconds are fantastic. Uh, but you know, they're all probably not what they appear to be. And they're all terrible, which we see shortly after that. But uh, yeah, it's great to have explosions in a movie like this because there's not like there's going to be a fucking grenades and missiles right. and stuff. So right. you got to blow up what you can. So having explosive arrows is pretty cool. But Deathstalker has some weapons of his own, surprisingly. And I forgot about these. And when I rewatched <laughs> it, I freaking popped. So he had Shuriken. Yeah, why not, dude? He's Deathstalker. So, yeah, he has blades of all kind. A knife, obviously, he has his sword. And he even had some Shuriken. Um, so he uses these tools of his trade to take out these bad guys. And didn't he? He, he throws a knife at a guy at one point, yeah. kill, kills the guy. And then he's like, hey, will you grab that knife out of that guy? It's my last one. Yeah, it's the last one. Yeah. It's funny. Like, that's uh, exactly. There were several times during the movie where I'm like, this movie's dumb, but I'm, in, I'm having fun. I'm having Ex- a good time. Thank you. Ex- yeah. yeah. We're, when we say this is an enjoyable movie, that's what we're saying. It's an enjoyable. Is this a cinematic masterpiece? Absolutely no. not. But you know what? It's no. freaking fun. And every once in a while, it's nice to have some 85 minutes of fun. Yeah, what? Look at the poster. Look how awesome it is. Look at these, you know, girls with their tits out. Those are great. Yeah. Uh, dudes throwing ninja stars. There's things blowing up in like a movie of this kind. It doesn't really make sense, but it's great. So, yeah, there's fun things for sure. 
Well, I don't know how much fun they have when they show up at the graveyard. Uh, again, talking about Deathstalker and Rena. Um, but Deathstalker decides, you know what? I need some cash. I'm here. Why not? I'm here. They don't need it, being the dead people. Look, yeah. there's a mausoleum. You know, if you're in a mausoleum, you had some money. That's right. You know, That's right. You're not just thrown in the ground. You're you're up there. So I'm gonna go in the mausoleum. Uh, so he goes inside. Rena's like, I'm not going in there. Next thing you know, the door closes. He's trapped inside. She can't get in. Um, while he's inside the mausoleum, Jarek the sorcerer is able to appear to him using his sorcery. Yes. And you know, basically has a little dialogue with him, and then oh. But I'm going to get rid of you, which kind of goes against, you know, he told Sultana she could have him. So that just tells you you can't even trust this Jarek. Yeah. Because if, if his plan worked, Deathstalker would have been would have been done here. I, spoiler alert. The, the crushing wall comes towards him. He makes a, some smart ass remark about spikes. Next thing you know, spikes shoot out of there. I mean, if that worked, there would be no Deathstalker for Sultana to get. Right. Yeah, thankfully for for everyone, it didn't work, and I never expected right. it to work. But it, he also got another oh the old you know the old crushing wall, huh? How about that? Like he's not not worried about it at all. He, he's been um, down this path before, apparently. He's he, you know he's really got like the uh, very much like a Han Solo vibe. I was him. you know what I that is exactly a note I had. Yeah, and it's not a note I had made when I it was like he is freaking Han Solo. And it's not just because of like the wall, like of course the crushing wall is the the part where we mention it, but it's the swagger, the swagger, and and the coolness, and he's like picking up every chick in the movie without even trying, really, uh, which is cool. I mean, that's what literally every man on earth wants to be. <laughs> like yeah. if if I you know I normally walk into a room and they're all into me, but that's just because of me, uh, and but I can imagine not being this way. You know, yeah, yeah, I definitely know the feeling. Um, outside of the mausoleum, it's not really much better for Rena because zombies are starting to pop out of the ground. Yeah, why not? Fuck it. Um, Deathstalker uses the spikes in the wall to he basically use them as a ladder because he knows yeah. there's an opening up at the top, and he goes through there. Jumps down, saves Rena yet again as he just starts taking his sword to all the zombies. Um, and now we find out a nice little twist about our Princess Evie is she basically needs human sacrifices to survive at this point. So they bring her in this like sad sack of a man who doesn't look like he's eaten yeah. in about three years. Yeah. And she eats him. Yeah, when not, I, when I, not in the way that your movie that you're watching over there is. This is right. This when is I th kind. yeah, she's like sucking him off and stuff. Well, and it, in the movie, she, you know, he comes in and I'm like, okay, here we go, pal. Good for you. And then you realize that he's not going to live. Right. So yeah. it's not not a good trade off. I don't care. No. Who you are? Yeah. How hot she is? Not worth it. Um. Back to Deathstalker and Rena. They stop for the night, uh, get a little cuddle time in because it's going to be cold yeah. when that when that fire goes down. But the fire might be going down, but something's coming up because we get a boner joke. Yeah, I mean, I feel like if you have like a, a scene where you're in close proximity, you almost have to yeah. throw that in there. Um, yeah. 
But, you know, I guarantee she's seen bigger after this Google search I've read on her. Okay. Oh, my. Um, <laughs> the next morning, they're back on the road, but not yep. for long because they are quickly captured by a tribe of Amazons and not the yes. uh, not the trucks that come to your house and drop no. off your copy of Deathstalker 2 or the movie that Chad's watching mm-hmm. uh, because you want a hard copy of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it's on disc or oh, any, that's a shame. anything. The Amazon queen is like, hey, you know, you kind of look like this demon princess <laughs> that comes here. <laughs> oh, no, 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 that's not me. I'm, I'm okay. So, and, and the Amazon queen believes it. So that's that. But she knows exactly who this freaking Deathstalker is. Mm-hmm. And you know, at first he's like, oh, yeah, of course you know who I am. Ah, I'm great. Uh, but these Amazons don't like his womanizing ways and all his crimes against women. So he's going on trial. And here it's the trial. It's always trial by combat. So he is going to have to go one on one with one of the Amazons. And he's looking around and he's <laughs> I'm fine. I'm yeah, fine. he's like, yeah. Whatever. Who are they going to throw at me? Look at me. Then we get the big introduction of Gorgo. Yeah. Played by D. Boer, a.k.a. Queen Kong, a.k.a. Matilda the Hun, uh, whatever iteration of glow that you may have caught her in. Uh, So we get the big Deathstalker versus Gorgo matchup. Gorgo gets that big entrance. It's a fight to the death. Um, and this is really one of the longest sequences in the movie. It felt like Chad. My God, this, this is long. This goes on for a bit. This is a long. This is longer than any Ultimate Warrior match I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it was pretty. They, they were doing some moves out there. I was surprised. I mean, I mean, there's a pretty obvious stump double a few times for Terleski. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, it was it was kind of fun to see. I mean, we're kind of nerds. In, in in that wrestling world, but right, uh, so we enjoyed it. But some some other a hole might have watched him be like, "This is the dumbest scene ever," but uh, it's kind of neat to see. Yeah, always liked when uh, Queen Kong would pop up in something. You never knew where she would would show up. I know she did a. I think that she did a Married with Children. I remember her in. I could She's see cool. Al Bundy react to her. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> um. So the fight does go, it goes, I think like something like maybe 15 rounds or so it goes the distance with Deathstalker making the big comeback. Um, but you know, they may have said it's a fight to the death, but he's like, I'm not going to kill this woman. And, uh, it's kind of, just ends it at that. I think obviously though has gained respect from everyone. Um, afterwards, Rena finally like, Hey, I am a princess. Jarek created an evil princess to take in. At this point, Deathstar is over. He's like, eh, whatever. I don't care. I'd ra- he and he hits the. Line. I'd rather be an obscure thief than a famous fool. He he's like, I'm not falling for your your bullcrap. You've been basically not telling me things the whole time. Yeah. Blah. She, you're done. She's using him. I mean, how many times yeah. has he saved her life? At least three at this point, I believe. But. It, it is a bit too like so. We've we've seen him throughout the film, kind of court these ladies, 
Mm-hmm. Um, and she's kind of like, you know, doing some insinuation there when they're in the, in the sleep sack and he could have totally finished that off, but he didn't, oh, yeah. he chose not to. So I don't know what was up with that stalker. I, I guess I don't have enough restraint. So you're saying she would have known if that was a sword or if you were yeah. happy to see her. Yeah. She would have been like, she would have known. I know what that is, and I'm not impressed. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Back at the castle, Princess Evie is throwing a tantrum and dishes. Um, But Jarek comes He's like, hey, hold up. Hold up. I've got the solution to our problem. The last missing piece of his the puzzle to make this whole scam of his work. He has created the elixir that will be needed. Because right now, for Princess Evie to be alive... Rena has to be alive. But with this elixir, Rena could just be dead. Right. And now there will be no double. As far as yeah. anyone's concerned, that's the one and only princess, Princess Evie. Uh, so an interesting little bit there. And they do a little experiment to make sure it works. And it does. So I I still think that, you know, if Jarek is, is as smart as, as we're meant to believe, yeah. He should have at least had like two or three Eevees, like a couple more. I mean, if I can make one copy, why wouldn't I make multiple copies? Say that's, you're being, yes, you might I be am. being, you're being greedy. I am. And that, that's where it would really have destroyed everything right away. And horny. Okay. Okay. This is why you have three kids. Um, <laughs> Back at the Amazon camp. It is party time. They're just having a good old time. Uh, Rena sees Deathstalker making out with the Amazon Queen, and she storms off as a result. Nice. Um, the Deathstalker and Queen action moves into the Queen's tent, and uh, Queen is getting herself ready for a night of sex. <laughs> you say it in such a way that it yeah. makes it so erotic. But when she mentions the next morning, so they do things a little bit differently yeah. here in Amazon town. Yeah. They first consummate and then the, mm-hmm. in the morning they're going to get married. When he hears that, Deathstalker does the classic spit take and he yeah. is out of there and goes, hey, what happened to the, the seer? Oh, she she left a while ago. All right. So he goes looking for Rena. But Rena at this point has already been captured by sultana you know what i would have loved there though i'm sorry rebook it if i'm gonna rebook this real quick brain if if he had said take your time and he's like so oh in the morning we have to get married and she's like yes in the morning he'd be like what time around right. what time and she's I like see where you're at, going. at first light and he'd be like first light gotcha and then we see him wake up in the middle of the night yeah. And sneak out before first light. And he's like racing against the sun, you know? And so then he, you know, he still gets to consummate. Yeah. Well, um, you know what? Yeah. Because he's a hound dog like me. Would that have prevented the Amazons from showing up later? Would that, I mean, she probably was already a bit perturbed, but yeah. that may have really set her off where she's You like, could be oh, right. You know, that it may have ruined right. things for where we're heading, but uh, or, I understand where you're going. I mean, that makes yeah. that's that's what would really happen. Right. And or the lovemaking would have been so intense and she would have been obligated to marry him at that point. 
because they've consummated. So she's actually going to rescue her husband. True. And right. then at the yeah. end, he marries both of them. Boom. Yeah. Or what if he, the, it was so intense, he couldn't wake up before first light. Mm, that does happen. And, and he, right. Like she, she, she was more than he bargained for and knocked his ass out. I'm going to have to look her up now. Okay. Uh, so yeah, we've got our, our girl, Rena. She's been captured. We've got the classic. She's kind of like hanging over this cauldron of what I would imagine is some sort of acid because mm. Sultana said I could dip your legs in there and you'd still be alive from the waist up. Looked like soup to me. It may have been her soup, which oh. is awful. Oh yeah. I Rena's soup. I'm it. talking about not, yes. I don't know what you, I don't know. Secretions. All right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this bubbling Ooh. cauldron of secretions uh she's she's just hanging there you know the yeah. classic setup but yeah. once again here's our boy Deathstalker with with the save gets in a big sword fight with sultana yeah uh and during all this the rope that's basically just holding has her hanging there is on fire and the fire is getting closer and closer and this rope you know how long could this rope stand she's gonna fall she's gonna fall into the secretion cauldron uh but Deathstalker kills sultana manages to save he basically does like the uh, the edge jeff hardy (laughs) tlc spot right takes himself and you know what that wouldn't have been the first time she was covered in secretion. So I've seen it. I bet you are right. And uh, we got another boner joke. Um, and uh, there we go. But meanwhile, Sultana's corpse is brought to Jarek. Yeah, she got killed. Who bring? Yeah, I mean, he stabbed her good. Like, there was oh, no doubt oof. she was dead. Yeah. Dead, dead, dead. Um, but Jarek, DRT, dead right there. <laughs> dead right there. Jarek has magic. He's a sorcerer. He's going to bring her back to life. But he's going to need some help. He's going to need a strobe light and more chopping mall music. <laughs> you do those two things, and I got news for you. Things will come back to life. Um, and then, yeah, then we. this is where we kind of see boobs. You know, with the strobe, we see boobs and hands, and yeah. they're celebrating her return, I suppose. Hell yeah. Like, you're back. Yay, I'm happy to see you. Yeah, you definitely see some boobs, but you don't see boobs and face at the same time. Yeah. So I'm assuming, and and I may have even heard that in the uh, the uh, commentary track. I did do a ten things on this movie some time back that I don't uh, that I think it was indeed a body double. Um, Evie then happens to, to be around and sees all this, and she's again not pleased because there's her her man Jarek getting all touchy feely with another woman. Um, yeah. And women women are jealous creatures. They are. They are indeed. Um, meanwhile, Death Stalker and Rena have made their way to the castle. And since, you know, it's her castle, she knows all the little secret ins and outs, the passageways and whatnot. Um, and that's going to come into play here. Um, but doesn't really help that much because Death Stalker is quickly captured. Surprised to see the woman he just killed a bit ago, Sultana. Rena's like, oh shit, I better get the hell out of here. Uh, fight or flight she chose flight um but she's stopped by some guards and here we go chad cruz these guards are not very nice they just start ripping this woman's clothes off 
Yeah. And yeah, they are, I mean, they are going to do something dastardly to her until guess Amazon what? saves the day. Yeah, no secretions for you. That's right, you bastards. Um, now we've got another classic setup because Sultana has Deathstalker tied up with the axe swinging above him gimmick, and it's getting closer and closer. Doesn't she say, I ex- doesn't someone say, like, I expect you to die? Exactly. Do the whole James Bond bit where that was where he had the laser going to his balls. Yeah. They're doing the, the axe swinging. They didn't have lasers at this point. Um, so, yeah, this could have been the end of the Deathstalker, but Princess Evie wants to see him. So, yeah. her pig guards come in and, up, oh, we got to get this guy out of here. Um, and he goes to her chambers. Um, and she kind of looks him over and says, I could just eat you alive. And, you know, and he thinks, well, mm-hmm. she's just, that's just dirty talk. Mm-hmm. And we get a, we get a sex scene. And uh, yeah, but soon he's about, he's going to realize that it wasn't just sexy talk. This woman intends on eating him. Yeah. But before that. Okay. Yes, please. I, I skipped I- over the good part, didn't I? Yeah, you did. Or parts. Yeah, there were some several parts that were nice. Uh, I'd like to bring attention to one thing here, Brain, and I'm I'm not a pervert. Left or right Twix? <laughs> uh, both. <laughs> I prefer both. Same time. I I'd like to bring attention to one thing, and and please do. And we've mentioned multiple times about your secretions. Uh, secretions but we've also talked about john terleski and he's how much how much we appreciate him as an actor in this film and and how cool and 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 uh fresh feeling he seems as a hero um he's not your arnold he's not your fucking barbarian brothers he's not some like rigid dude out here he's like he's funny he's he's cool but i noticed that during the sex scene he sucked on a lot of titty yeah lot of nipple sucking and uh you don't see that much in in these love making scenes because you know they're they're not i'm sure they're not very comfortable when they're doing this but uh it was good to see a man suck on a titty the way he sucked on that titty because he did it quite a few times and i was because you know i'm trying to put myself in that place you know as if i'm death stalker and i'm i've got this lovely woman on top of me yeah I too would have been sucking on that titty. Well, you know, I think it pays to be the, one of the people rewriting the script. And I think John Trotsky took advantage of the fact that he teamed up with Jim Wynarski. You think suck on the titty was in the script? (laughs) It may have been. (laughs) He like wrote it in, in wouldn't you? What? I mean, I can only imagine what Chad Cruz would do. Yeah. They're like, the script is 82 pages and 40 of them are the sex scene. Like, ah, yes. Mm -hmm. Very artistic. Yeah. Well, yeah, there you go. It seemed more real. It seemed more than just like your Skinamax because he was, you know. He was going for Yeah, he was having a good time. You know, he said if he'd come save this princess, he would get a great reward. And I guess that he maybe that was his reward. I don't think that's the full reward just yet. We'll we'll see. But yeah, so that's happening. Realizes, wait a minute. Maybe she wants to eat me 
for real. Uh, and finally, Rena like pays him back for the 900 times he saved her. She shows up in the nick of time. Uh, and Jack, come on, we'll go through this secret passage. I've got a surprise. When you get out of the pa- the passage, they walk right into Jarek, Sultana, and like all the bad guys. What the hell kind of shit surprise is that? Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, that wasn't the surprise. The fact that she's got the Amazons on her side were the surprise. So we get this huge battle now. Big battle time. Just swords and people on fire and it's it's a it's pandemonium, Chad Cruz. Yeah, in I the best way a, possible. I believe there's a man with a trident at some point. <laughs> there usually is. It escalates quickly these when these things start happening. Um and eventually we get to, we gotta get down to our, our one-on-one matchups. You got Princess versus Princess, you got Deathstalker versus Jarek. Uh and I am kind of perusing my ten things that you didn't know mm-hmm. and John Terleski actually choreographed that final sword fight. Wow. Between he and Jarek the Sorcerer. Okay. Uh, and uh, yeah, so you want to know more of the 10 things, uh, check them out, of course, on bulletproofaction.com. But yeah, we have get the big sword fight, uh, as you can imagine. I mean, this probably shouldn't be a shock to anyone who's ever seen a movie. Good triumphs over evil. Yeah. You know, my son asked me one time, why do the good guys always win in movies? Yeah. And what did you tell him? I said they're not real. Ah, very good. But what a life lesson that must have been. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm a realist brain. Probably if you would show him some of your movies, though. Not the, I'm not talking about the six shit you got on there. I'm talking about some of your, like, from Korea and your international films. I bet you the good guys don't always win in those. No, he's too young to be that depressed right. watching yeah, those. That's what I'm saying. Those are. <clears throat> I'm too young to be that depressed. To be honest with you, I don't want to deal with. I, I again, I like to escape with movies and have a a good time, and, and this certainly would qualify. But yeah, we get good triumphing over evil. Princess Rena back on her throne. Why isn't she the queen? Because the queen's in the nursing home. We've determined. <laughs> um, that's like okay. Time for my prize. The prize is her. Yay. Yay. And we He's get. Like, I already had your clone. <laughs> it was okay. Yeah. Yeah, he did. Um, so there we got. And uh, we get the end credits. Uh, and this movie, again, not very long. And they stretch it as much as they can. We get like the little character screens. It's like a sitcom. Yeah. Predator style. Yeah. America style where you get the end. <laughs> uh, then they even throw in a couple bloopers to, to pad the, the credits. And uh, yeah, we get a, we're in, we're out 85 minutes. Uh, final death stalker two thoughts, Chad Cruz. It was a lot of fun. I mean, I, I guess the movie doesn't start out that hot, you know, like it doesn't kind of, it's not great from the beginning. There's, there's no point at the beginning of the film where like this movie is going to be bad ass. Um, but it's like little things here and there that you really start to enjoy. You start to enjoy Terleski as the, as the hero and you start to enjoy all the boobs that are everywhere. Those are great. Um, and then I don't know. There's, we talked about his charisma. Like there's just something about the guy that like, you just, you want to know what he's going to say next, because as I said, this was the, if if it wasn't the first time I've seen the whole, 
like parts of the film. Definitely the first time I've seen it all together as one showing. And, and I had a lot of fun. I, I didn't, you know, he had some good quips. I didn't know what he was going to do next. And, and it's not the kind of movie that's going to like throw you for a loop and, Oh, look at all, look at that twist. I can't believe whose head's in the box, you know, but this one, uh, it's certainly fun. It's different. It's different for sure than other movies in the genre and the subgenre, but in a I good mean, way, I think. Even different than all the movies in the franchise. I mean, it's a complete yeah. departure in some ways to, to, I mean, they all seem to have boobs in them. Yeah. And I did, uh, I did yeah. Conan the Barbarian recently and I did Red Sonia recently. Yeah. And, uh, and I en- enjoy the hell out of both of those movies, but, but this one, not as good, but, very different in a fun way. Yeah, definitely. You know, I know people, some people really love the original death stalker and probably may not like this one because it is such a departure from what, what they were going for, for the first one. It is not probably something that sorted sorcery purists love. Um, but if you're just kind of a casual fan of the genre or subgenre as it is, you might enjoy that. And that's where I, I land. Like I could, I've enjoyed the Conan movies, but it's not like something I'm like super into and get into the lore and get into all the books and all the iterations of him over time. It's just whatever it's, is it a cool guy killing people? You know, that's basically what I'm looking for. And we get that here. Um, I echo your thoughts about Terleski. He makes this movie. If if you didn't have, I mean, we proved that with the next one. We, He's not. He does not come back for Deathstalker three, um, and and that one I think is universally the one everyone says is the worst of the Deathstalkers, and that was a a rough one to get through. Um, it's, yeah, I don't. I I definitely don't think I've seen Deathstalker one, the first one. Okay, what's Rick Hill is the Deathstalker in the first and the fourth. He comes back for the fourth, and it's more straightforward. There's a lot of boobs. Yeah, but, you know that's, you know, you had wenches and these women, and that's you know, it was the the world they it, lived in. The the strange thing about this one is it it feels out of place, not because I've seen all the other ones, but because he his name is Deathstalker. Everyone's calling right. him Deathstalker, but he's like this, just like this skinny dude who steals shit. Yeah, like he he looks like he reminds me of Conan's comic relief. Right. Like he would be comic relief in a Conan film. Yep. Uh, like the the womanizer who's a thief. But in this oh, yeah. movie, or he's like, like the tough guy hero. Conan's little brother. His little bitch brother. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, that's soccer too. You know, you mentioned them earlier, the Barbarian Brothers. That's two more people we need to put on the list for 2024. We need to do something with the Barbarian Brothers. Do we though? Yes. <laughs> I guess I'll make sure that's one if Chad is unavailable. I'll find some poor sap to sit and watch a Barbarian Brothers movie with me. Uh, so there you go. Deathstalker 2. Duel of the Titans, if you will. But were the, um, who were the Titans, by the way? Were the, the... I guess Jarek and uh, Deathstalker. Okay. Maybe the Sultana. The breasts. Yeah, Sultana had a couple Two of Titans. Breasts. She did. All right. Well, there you go, everybody. I'm I'm very happy we got to cover uh, Death Stalker two, one I had not seen in a while, and when Chad left it up to me to pick our next movie last time, I was like, well, hope he likes this one. <laughs> uh, 
Let's talk about bulletproofaction.com before we go. Of course, we always encourage you to check things out over there. Ryan Campbell is going to be covering basically every show that exists. Uh, I know I have a few things in store, uh, but we got a big week we're going to do. We're going to open up the suggestion box, Chad, the week of Thanksgiving. You know, so many times we get comments on the, on the side, Mm -hmm. we get, we get uh, tweets, we get, you know, comments on Facebook, on Instagram. Hey, you should do this. Hey, this, Hey, have you guys ever seen this? Mm -hmm. Maybe you should talk about this on a pod. We're going to be doing that the week of Thanksgiving, uh, in the lineup. We've got some Bruce Lai. We've got some Steven Seagal. We've got Sylvester freaking Stallone. Yep. We've got some heavy hitters. And the podcast, we're going with a suggestion as well for that. Next time, right here on the Bulletproof Podcast, 1998's Point Blank, starring Mickey Rourke and Danny Trejo. This one, a suggestion from our friend Sorev Dutt. I know you have seen this. Mm -hmm. I have never seen it. It's perfect because if what you're saying is true, it's a diehard clone of sorts. Mm-hmm. Is it? Yes, and that's what we, I remember. We are in die. We will be in diehard season. Mm-hmm. I am looking forward to it, even though I know you didn't necessarily give it the most glowing review. You never know. Sometimes on a rewatch, things look differently. And, yeah, uh, this will be a first time watch for me, so I'm going to come in with completely fresh eyes, and I think maybe we get the toy man involved. I like it. Because, I like uh, it. You know, we need him involved. We need him there. Uh, is the voice us. of reason? Yeah. Some. T- yeah. Maybe he because he's probably seen it. I. He's I probably got it on he, DVD. He's probably got it on DVD somewhere in in a bin. And, I. You know, he's got everything. I I remember a few things about this movie, but I've I've forgotten most of them. Uh, this was very early in the bulletproof action days that I watched this, but never so, did anything with it. I did. I not write a post on it. I don't know if you did. Let if I didn't, that doesn't bode well for my, <laughs> my enjoyment of the film. Either that, or you had too much rum. I, I don't know if I was doing a lot of rum in the early days. I was drinking like 28 beers a day back then. Uh, well, maybe, I moved on to rum. Okay. Oh yeah. When you got more sophisticated. Yes. Yeah. Well, I, I Cheap, cheaper. Point blank. Let me take a look if I see anything. Maybe you did, and it was just so long don't, ago that I don't even remember. Don't spoil it for yourself by reading it. I will have to read, read it to it. remember. I'm just going to see if... Well, it's not on IMDb, so either I didn't link your review to it. I didn't God check damn it, brain. I'm going to check our site. I'm going. I just told everyone to go. This is what people tune in for is to wait for me. Everybody go to the site. Everybody go to the site and start clicking. Let's go. Let's go right now. What's this movie called? Point Blank. Nope. I don't think you have Uh, I must not have reviewed it. I must have disliked it that much. There is the other Point Blank, the uh, Frank Bello one. That was a a Ryan post. Yeah, I like that I did the coming soon, but he actually reviewed it. Yeah, that's classic Chad Cruz. And you know what? I've still never seen that. <laughs> yeah, you probably classic. didn't have to because you were like, oh. Yeah. Ryan took it. You want to review it? Sure. Go for it, dog. 
Well, maybe we'll... Yeah, I've never seen that one. I've never seen any Point Blank. So Point Blank, what I'm telling you, is we're going to do 1998's Point Blank on the next episode of the Bulletproof Podcast. I believe that will drop on <clears throat> Thanksgiving Eve. So anybody who may oh be my God. traveling... Yes. Uh, you know, and they, they may have a chance to listen, and we'll, we'll have a brand new podcast for those people who are looking for something to listen uh, to as they go get ready to shovel food in their face and deal with family members that they may not have seen since last Thanksgiving. Yeah. You know, I've, I've actually got some and, and I've had a lot of things happen in the last year. Yeah. And, uh, gonna have, a, are you going to have Thanksgiving at your house, your, your new house? Uh, I don't think so because I haven't redone my kitchen yet. Mm-hmm. That's going to be after the first of the year. So okay. I really feel like, Hmm. It would be right. kind of embarrassing. You're not, you're not ready yet. I understand. No, I'm working on some other projects and the kitchen's getting pushed back to next year, 2024. So, um, yeah, I, I think we're going to be probably doing a little split action this year. Um, so probably go a couple different places, but that means even more food. I know. And you know, it, it sucks. I, I eat so much shit already that Thanksgiving is like, pure gluttony and i i don't enjoy it you should fast these next two weeks beforehand then that yeah. won't happen i'm not gonna no. do that either okay no. well there you go so next time out 1998's point blank uh and again that whole monday through friday that whole week we will be doing things out of the suggestion box um i'm looking forward to my movie because it's the bruce lie movie and i you know i'm a fan yeah Toy man he's got Pretty obvious student. Steve, Steven Seagal, you've got a one of your classic Chad Cruz. I didn't have to watch a movie post. Uh, <laughs> and, and I'm going to watch. I'm going to read. You're going to watch. It. You're going to watch it to get. Yeah, to I've, okay, I've got to get. I've got to get in the zone, dude. Gotcha. The first thing you know, what I'll probably do is probably put the news on for about 20 minutes, and I'll yeah. get all angry and fired yeah. up. Yeah. And then I'll watch the movie, and then I'll. And then you'll put it all together. I'll and drink take a that bunch. emotion, and yeah. I can't wait. That's going to be the Thanksgiving post chat. So you got to, it's very important. Dude, I'm going to be blowing that's, people's that's, minds. with this That's a holiday show. spectacular. And it, yeah, maybe it could spark conversation uh, <laughs> at the dinner table. Definitely. The people are going to be talking about this post for the, yeah. For the next 20 years, probably. Oh, okay. Let, let's, let's hope 20 people click the goddamn thing. All right. Um, <laughs> so there you go. Thanksgiving week, it's coming. It, like this year's rapidly leaving us, so that's that's coming up. All right, anything else, Chad? Anything else you want to say? Have, have no. We, oh, we've hit I, an hour. We've almost hit an hour. We've hit an hour. Yeah, I always try to give everybody at least an hour's worth of entertainment. I feel like if you're not, if you can't go for at least sixty minutes, are you really having sex? What are we talking about? I don't know. I don't know. I think you're looking at the different, your other Google tab again. I am. Yeah. Sorry. It's pretty, never mind. So now you have nothing. I got nothing. You have nothing to provide us. Nope. That was it. Great. I think I've I've given enough brain. You've given too much probably when you really think (laughs) about it. All right. Well, thank you, Chad, for joining me once again for this stirring rendition of death stalker 2 
done by the Bulletproof Podcast team. Um, I want to thank everybody for listening. And as always, stay tuned for more of the Bulletproof Podcast. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 